Hey guys, welcome to episode one of the Better Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Tillery. Hey guys, welcome to the Better Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Tillery, and this is episode number one. So if you're listening to this, you're a part of And um, what we're going to do in this podcast is each week we are going to um, gather and discuss things that will help you take your fitness and lifestyle. It's not going to be simply how to do exercises better. It's not going to be purely um, diet-based, although we are going to cover those things. We're going to dive deep into how you can improve your lifestyle. Because if you can improve your lifestyle the whole world around you will start to change. We really do believe in that. And so we're going to be talking about all things that will build a better lifestyle and better fitness for you. Okay, That's what this podcast is all about. Um, Some episodes we're going to have guests that will be speaking uh, who are experts in their field, who can shed some light on different topics that will improve your fitness and lifestyle. Sometimes we'll have client Q&A. We'll bring clients in and have them ask questions. Um, have discussions. We'll have roundtable discussions amongst our coaches and trainers um, that can show you, again, how to increase the quality of your lifestyle and fitness. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into it. What I'm going to do today is I have five questions that I got from clients. I polled some of our clients, our, our, our most faithful clients, and just kind of said, hey, what's on your mind? What are some things that you would like to know more about? What are some things that you wrestle with? And so we're going to go through that Q&A today because I'm confident if, if these folks are thinking these questions, as you listen, you probably have the same questions. So we're going to get into it today with some Q&A, all right? Question number one, I've been so busy, I've gotten out of shape. I'm discouraged. How do I get started? That's our first question. How do I get started? You've been out. You've been busy. What do you do? I would say the first thing to do is to establish a goal. And it sounds cliche, set a goal, set a goal. But what happens when you have a goal, it gives you purpose. And it fuels you. It gives you a why behind what you're doing, not just checking the box of going to the gym. So I'd say step number one is establish a goal. We always recommend goals to be um, layered, and so it's a process. It's every two weeks, every week, kind of having a goal and pursuing the goal and then layering another goal on top of that. And so the first goal might be join a gym, go to the gym, um, buy clothes to go to the gym. Again, if you have no workout clothes, that could be your first step, but one thing you can control that moves you in that direction. Let's say ultimately your goal is to lose 40 pounds. That's that's a fantastic goal, but you can't control it, and it's too long-term to really keep you motivated. So I think in terms of getting back in the swing of things, set a small goal that you have full control over and start with that. It could be go to Academy, buy workout pants. Goal number one. If you do that before Friday, hallelujah, you've won. Okay. Goal number two could be uh, walk the block twice or talk to uh, someone about joining a gym. That could be number two, but start with kind of a layered goal and go from there. Okay, That's the best advice I could give you getting started. Question number two, 
I've recently gained some weight. Uh-oh, that's not good. And now I'm struggling. Now I'm having a hard time just being comfortable in my own skin. What should I do? Well, I think we've all been there before. I think we've all had seasons where life has gotten challenging and our routine has been interrupted. We're dining out more. We're sitting less. We're stressing more. We're not sleeping as well. And all these lifestyle factors are kind of hindering our ability to maintain our weight. We've all been there. I've been there. It's, it's common. So what do you do? Because again, this can be very, very paralyzing to be in this position of, of, of getting out of the funk. Okay. My advice for this, this question is very similar to the first one. You've got to take the first step. Okay, if you've gained weight, what I would say to do first is to establish starting point and a baseline of where you are. And this can be really scary, but I think it's really powerful. But I would recommend going into your bathroom, putting on your bathing suit, and taking a picture of yourself. Okay, that could be step one. Um, if you have a fear of the scale, if, if you've had issues in the past with, with scales and feeling comfortable there, then just take the picture. But give yourself kind of a starting point of, okay, I'm ready to do something about this. I'm gonna chart, measure where I'm starting from today. And so that before picture serves as a powerful reminder of the beginning, and it only gets better from there. And so that would be my suggestion. If you've gained some weight and you're ready to make a change, you have to be ready. If you're not ready, then it's gonna be difficult. But if you're ready, document the starting point and don't look back okay that's that's my advice there um, here's another one I don't really enjoy exercise is there hope for me can things change I don't enjoy exercise well I think the good news is here is you're not alone a lot of people don't like exercise um, that could be maybe because they've they've tried exercise and it was too hard um, maybe they had a trainer that was really hard on them or spoke to them real negatively. Um, maybe it's a bad memory from junior high athletics. Who knows? But again, this is common. Um, what I would tell you to do is explore different things. And maybe you'll find something that really resonates with you. Maybe it's um, cycling. Maybe it's strength training. Maybe it's conditioning of some sort. But um, give yourself some exposure to different things in different contexts and see if that changes your perception of um, exercise. Um, for some people, it, it's just an acquired taste. You know, it's just something that doesn't come naturally. Um, yes, you feel great after it's over, but you just don't really, really enjoy it. And so that can take time. We've had several folks over the last 14, 15 years then it took them a few months, you know, two, three months before they really enjoyed the process, okay? Most of our clients love coming to the gym. They love seeing their coach. They love seeing their fellow, um, the fellow clients that are exercising with them. They love how they feel when they're done, but while they're in it, it takes some time, okay? So I would encourage you to stick with it and try a few different things. Uh, maybe talk to your friends and figure out what they're doing, what they're into, and that can also kind of drive um, some exploration of, of new ways of exercising and getting active, things like that. Um, fourth question, huge question, probably the, the biggest one we get. 
work is crazy right now. How do I find the time? I had two texts this morning that were right along these lines of folks that were just trying to establish healthy balance in their life. Um, they're trying to fit in time with their kids, work, um, you know, spiritual walk, um, time with God, exercise, meal planning, and it's, it becomes overwhelming. And I've been there. I, I'm still there. We're, it's all a balancing act. You know, there's a lot of things going on. And so this is a very common question. Um, so here's what I would say. I think you have to dispel the, um, the false statement of exercise has to look a certain way. And I'm not sure where this came from, but at some point we were told, you know, we have to exercise for an hour or we have to exercise for an hour and a half or we have to exercise to the point of burning 500, 1,000 calories. Um, that's just not true, guys. It's not true at all. And in fact, a lot of the research suggests that shorter bouts of exercise are actually more beneficial and can actually improve weight loss that longer sessions, longer workouts tend to lead to more injuries. They tend to lead to more food cravings because you're trying to replenish more uh, burnt through energy stores. Um, and the adherence is lower because, again, it's a longer period of time. So if in your mind you feel like, oh, if I can't go for an hour, it's not worth doing, well then you're going to miss workouts because you realize I don't have an hour plus the 15 minutes to get there, plus the 15 minutes to go back, plus the 15 minutes to stretch out well. You just won't make it. So I think if that's you and you're trying to say it has to be this certain way, you have to let go of that. Even if you can find 15 minutes to do something, that is going to be so beneficial to your health, to your body, to your well-being. So don't get caught up in these notions that it has to look a certain way, okay? The magic formula we use here is 30 minutes uh, at a time, three to four days a week. And that's worked so, so well for our clients. Research backs it up. We've seen the results. It doesn't take long. And even if 30 minutes is too long for you, start at 15 minutes, start at 20 minutes, and build from that. Because again, it's so important. I know things are busy with work. I know how life with kids is when you've got football and baseball and gymnastics and dance. I know what that's like. It's so challenging. But if you can find the time, 15, 20 minutes, it will improve the entire quality of your life and your lifestyle as a whole. Okay, so um, please take me up on this. It's, it's so important. Um, fifth and final question today. I'm not sleeping well. What can I do? What should I be doing? I'm having trouble sleeping. It's affecting the quality of my life. What should I do? Um, here's what I would say. Go through a checklist, okay? Sometimes you can find an item on this checklist you can easily fix and it solves all the problems. Sometimes it's a little bit trickier, but kind of go through this checklist and see what resonates with you, okay? Number one, are you watching TV or phone or iPad an hour before bedtime? If the answer is yes, I would suggest not looking at a screen an hour before you go to bed. So if your bedtime is 11 o'clock, by 10 o'clock, shut the screens down. Okay, read a book, um, write, uh, talk on the phone, but don't get on a screen. There's a lot of research that shows that all the, the lights 
and the, the flashing pictures that could actually disturb brainwave function in a way that makes it hard to go to sleep. So that'd be number one. Um, number two, watch your caffeine consumption. Um, I don't use caffeine after one o'clock because it affects my sleep. And so if you've got coffee, tea, uh, any type of energy supplements, be careful with those things because they can keep you up and make sleep very difficult for you. Okay, so back your caffeine off, maybe 12 o'clock, one o'clock, no more caffeine after that, even though you may get a little sleepy. Um, be sure you're, you're staying away from the, from the caffeine. Okay, um, number three is this. If you are making, getting up frequently to use the restroom at night, that can be a source of a lot of struggle for folks. I would encourage you to stop drinking water 45 minutes to an hour before you go to bed. Uh, hopefully empty out your bladder and reduce the amount of trips you're taking to the restroom at night. Because again, that can disrupt your sleep if you're always getting up to go to the restroom. It can be very difficult for you to, um, to go back to bed. Uh, my final tip is one of my best ones. Um, for sleep, it came uh, via a friend of mine, Josh Wood, up in Amarillo, Texas. And um, he told me one time, you know, he's an entrepreneur guy, mind's always going. And he said, you know what, I, I just need to sit down and write out all my thoughts on paper, empty my head out before I go to bed. And so that's actually great advice because a lot of times our thoughts are what keep us up. We're thinking about tomorrow's to-dos. We're thinking about all the people we have to talk to once the alarm goes off. And a lot of times, if you can just write those thoughts down, get them out of your head. From there, you can rest because you know, I don't have to worry about remembering that thing. It's on paper. I wrote it down. And for a lot of folks, that will relax them and make them feel um, so much more comfortable and ready to, to get a good night's rest. Okay, those are my things on sleep. And that's episode one, Q&A, boom. Just like that, it's over. So, uh, guys, thank you all so much for listening to this. I so, so appreciate it. Um, we're going to be bringing this to you each week. If you have ideas for episodes or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to me and let me know. Again, we're hoping each week to do something a little bit different between interviews, uh, coach talk, Q&A. Uh, we want to deliver the best possible content to you that's going to help you improve the quality of your fitness and lifestyle. All right, guys, thanks again for listening. God bless you all. And if we can help you at all, we're here for you. Just let us know. Okay, have a great day. Bye. Hey, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to episode one of the Better Fitness and Lifestyle podcast. We're so grateful to have you. As always, if you have thoughts or questions you'd like to share, please be sure to reach out to us and let us know. That helps us build great content for this show. Um, if you enjoyed it, it'd be awesome if you left us a five-star review on iTunes. We would love that. If you didn't love it, that's cool too, but give us some feedback so we can make it better. All right, we'll see y'all next week for another hot episode of the Better Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast.